Because there's not enough podcasts in the world. I'm doing a podcast. Loz and Tomo present. This could be a podcast. Your podcast sucks. The Loz and Tomo podcast. Oh, we're back, Loz. The Loz and Tomo podcast. A couple of weeks in hiatus, but we're back and ready to rock and roll. Hello to you. Hello. How you going? Yeah, good. How's your break? Yeah, it was good. Yeah? You and me have been a bit sick. Mm, we have, haven't we? We've had sort of illnesses on and off. Mm. I had COVID and then I got tonsillitis. And well, you got the cold cut combo. I did. It was back to back. Mm. Yeah. Wow. It was it was bad. Mm. <laughs> Not great. Not great. I had a couple of days in between, though, where I was sort of okay. Yes. And I loved that. That mm. was good, being healthy. But you a couple know, of weeks off and then you spend them crook. There's yeah. not too many worse things than that, I wouldn't have thought. I think a lot of people have this, and this is I have it too. It's the phenomenon of getting sick on your holidays because your body literally yeah. knows it's not allowed to get sick. And body then as soon as, as well. you, as soon as you start resting up, it goes, quick, yeah. release the bacteria. Here's the time. Yeah. Here is the time. How are you, Les? Hello. On board for another week? I am. My last one. Oh, yeah. Well, don't leave us. Yeah, I know. I know we're going to get Basso back. We don't need him. Uh, no, he's, we don't. Uh, I don't, he's, really only don't. Ju- he's only just going at the moment, Tommy. Yeah, he's barely holding <laughs> yeah, on. He's a long way off it. Um, now, I've come in with a bit of negative energy this morning, yeah. and I apologise about that, guys, but yeah. I've just got to get something it's right like off my chest It's like a dementor floated in here, yeah, i tell you Yeah, it what. is. And uh, I just really need some understanding here because I'm not usually a complainer. I'd like to think I look at life <laughs> glass half full, loves. in all seriousness, surely. I mean, your glass is half full, but... It's not cold enough. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Room temp. Yeah. Room it temp, Thomas. Cooler. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so I've uh, I've lost my latest uh, set of council rates, okay? So they still send them out to you in the post and, and whatever. So I'm like, oh, good, no problem. I just need them to, to send off for some reason. So I thought I'd ring the council, give them a ring, say, g'day, guys, how you going? Um, could you just send me out my latest council rates, please? And they're like, oh, are you still doing it by post? I said, I am, but to save your postage, I said, just email them. Mm. That'll be so much easier, and then I can just flick them on. They said, yep, no worries, we'll be able to do that. Uh, just letting you know there's a $9 fee for that. I said... I'm sorry? I said, what? They said, yeah, it's a $9 admin charge. I said, to, to forward on an email? <laughs> she said, yep. I said, bloody hell, it's a good alley, right? <laughs> said, are you kidding me? Yep, we've just changed things as of the new financial year or whatever. The councils are criminals. Laws. The, uh, People are paying over a couple of grand a year, minimum. Just to exist. For council rates to get yeah. your bin picked up once a week or whatever. Yeah. Not a whole heap going on. You'd think you'd be all right to get something sent out, wouldn't you? An email, not even post. <laughs> I don't actually understand how they can sleep at night. Charging for that, yep. Alessia, how many emails do you forward in an oh. hour? An hour? Yeah. At least 20. Yeah, yeah okay. at least. You can retire at 32 now. This like, what the hell? It's staggering, isn't it? That is that is 100% Reggie Didge. And I got on my high horse a little bit, Loz. Yeah. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I just said, right, so I found an old council note and I signed up to the old uh, the e-notice or the e-paper mm. or whatever. So I've done that and I found my other one and forwarded it on myself. But it's not the $9 that you're annoyed about. It's the principle of the thing, isn't it's it? It's the $9. <laughs> <laughs> That's $9. You know what's also is annoying about it? Just make it 10 Yeah, Yeah, good call. If you're gonna, if you're going to F me, yeah. F me properly. I agree. And that's with a lot of fines as well. Yeah. Why is it, why is it $462 for a speeding fine? Oh. Round it up or down, would you? I don't get, I don't get the spe- <laughs> specifics of things like that. Yeah. And I also, do you want something I've noticed, which, because I've been getting parking tickets for so many years, 
they've been increasing them by a dollar a year. Oh. So when I first started getting parking tickets on Victoria Drive, when I yes. first was working at Maya Centre, they were $46. And then that, cause I've been getting them for over 10 years yeah, now. And shame. I've just noticed that, you know, it's going up a dollar a year. And I'm like, this isn't, I don't know that that's cricket. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether that's inflation. Because they're going to be like, by the time I'm, you know, 60, yeah. they're going to be in the hundreds. Mm. Like, it's just obscene. Crazy. You can't add a dollar a year. No. And they just do. They just do it. Now they've got that higher council rates. What What are they doing with the money? I don't know. I, I don't know. But $9 to send an email is just, yeah, I'm staggered. Genuinely staggered. Yeah. I'm in the wrong industry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> clearly. I'm going to go forward some emails. Right, let's get stuck into it. Blaws and Tomo. I hate that podcast. So, tradie around yesterday, which is fine, um, fixed the dishwasher. And I, look, I have tradies come through all the time. I live in a rental, so there's yes. stuff that goes wrong and you have to let the landlord know because you're, you're sort of the um, custodian of the place and if things go wrong, it's your obligation to let them know so they can keep the investment property in good order. Got you. But when you live in an older house, it's quite constant, to mm. be honest. There's always things. So how often do you badger them? I, I'm, I'm actually bad because I don't, I don't let them know probably as much as I should okay. because I don't want to badger them. Yeah. And then it'll come around to an inspection and they'll go... You probably should have let us know that that mm. light hasn't been working for six months or whatever. I'm like, oh, yeah, I just didn't want to annoy yeah, you. Yeah, I know. And they're like, it's worse when you don't tell us. Sure. So you, you just have to. Yep. Um, but it wasn't it, – it was the, the, the tradie was fine. My issue with this situation, and I need to get your perspective, Tom, okay, because yeah, you're me. a tradie, you're yes. a bricklayer. The wait time I was given, okay, mm-hmm. seems obscene to okay. me. Five and a half hours, they told me. It does seem a little bit over. And, and they said, hang on a sec, let me get it open here. So I've, I've had two hours before, which is fine. I've had three hours. I've had four, five and a half. Yeah, I think anything over four hours, that's really making a move. Yeah. But would you, tell me this though, Loz, would you rather that than, or a trader to say, I'll be there between 10 and 2 and then not rock up for another two hours till four o'clock? I mean. That's the ultimatum. They're both shit. Mm, yeah, they're horrible. Oh, I agree. Why can't they just do their job? <laughs> well, I think the, you'll find that they are doing their job and they're not expecting wait times. That's why they just put them out and just give themselves a nice little buffer but and expect everyone else to work around them because at the moment it is sort of a tradies world. It is. And it, but it's full dust because yeah. in what, what, world, what other world could I say to you? No, I know. I should be available for that meeting. What about between 11.30 and 5pm yeah. at some time? It's got to be one time. Yeah, no, yeah. I understand that. I mean, that's insane. Like even doctors. Yeah. Even doctors, right? Yeah. So if you, you're having a bad run with a doctor, you're not... Five and a half hours. That's emergency no, room You're times. 45 yeah. minutes to an hour. So, yeah. yes, I do understand that. Like but I've, I think I would, I would rather that gap yeah. rather than giving me a two-hour window... And then not knowing. So when I've actually had to have people come out and for the washing machine or whatever, and they have done the exact same thing to me. I'm like, where are you coming from, mate? He goes, you know, somewhere half an hour away. Yeah. I said, text me when you leave, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, because I'm not, I'm not waiting around. You know what the worst part about all this was? What's was that? that I didn't have to wait the full time. I think I waited three and a half hours or yes. something. And he called and said, because it said oh, they'll give you a 30-minute prior warning to arrival. Yeah, right? that's the one. And I had finally decided, look, I'm just going to go to the shops because I really needed to get some milk. And I was like sitting at home going, if I leave, they're going to come as soon as I leave. So I started driving to the shops and he calls and he goes, 
I'm 10 minutes away. Oh, no. So I turn around and come back. <laughs> yeah. Guess how long it took him to get oh, Yeah, how long? 50 minutes. <laughs> I was like, mate, look, yeah. you didn't have to lie. No, that's I don't right. know why you're lying mm. to me. Anyway, mm. it was all fine. He didn't fix it, so. He didn't fix it? <laughs> he said it wasn't broken. Oh! The whole thing was a mortifying experience. So, so hang on. So he's lied about his time that he's going to be there and then he's <laughs> gaslit, gaslit you into the, and thinking that it's fine Maybe and you've stayed right. there the whole day. Tomo, I, I'm so under the thumb. I'm just like, yes, yep, yep, sure, sounds good, no worries. <laughs> I've got no- because if a tradie tells you something, they're, they're qualified. Yeah. They're the technician. He's got a tool belt on. Yeah. I'm just some chick who's just like, oh, it's not working. And yeah. they're going, yes, it is. It is working. <laughs> and I'm going to leave now. And I'm going to get my call out fee. Yes. And everything's going to be fine for me. And what do you do? Just stick the head in the sand and move on? Oh, I'll wash my dishes in the sink, yeah. I guess. <laughs> Plans, Loz and Tomo. This could be a podcast. Now, Lozzie, mm. I've uh, always been a fan of the split bill. When you I go out to a, to a restaurant, you know, you go out and I don't know. It's it's a weird sort of setup, I reckon. So you you're happy when you go to the restaurant, and there's nothing better than table service. I don't reckon. Yeah. There is nothing better at the time. Yeah. And then fixing it up. Horrible. Is horrible. Nah, it's very much a delayed. So instant gratification is table service. Yep. And then you pay later. Couldn't it's agree like, more. It's like using a credit card and then paying with interest. That's right. Exactly. Whereas going up and paying is horrible. Mm. But then you love yourself for it after. Yes. Because you can 100%. just walk out. You yep. don't have to worry about who had the garlic bread, who had this. Which comes to uh, the moral of the story mm. here. So we went out the other the other week, nice uh, restaurant here in Adelaide, which was all good. There was a whole whole maybe 30 people that went out Shit. for dinner, okay? It was a bit of a going away, okay? A bit of a going away and that had all happened and a couple of beers, you have your meal and uh, I was peckish for some oysters, loss. Okay. Just the old half a dozen, if yeah. you don't mind, with a couple of Kilpatrick. I thought, here we go. We're entree all celebrating. Or? Yes, yeah, entree. Yeah. We're all celebrating. They all done, a few beers, had the whatever, the main meal. I go up to go fix up uh, my part, whatever, <laughs> how many beers and the steak. Forgot the oysters. Yeah. Forgot the oysters, yeah. as you always do. Yeah. As you always do. Anyway, so I suddenly just woke up, you know, out of nowhere and I'm just like, ah, I've known this. So it's about one in the morning yeah. straight away. I'm up and I'm like, oh, I forgot those oysters. Yeah, you wake up bill. in the middle of the night. So yeah. someone's fixed them up. Yeah. And you feel horrible about it. Yeah. The thing is, the bloke who's fixed up the oysters, because I, and it's not, you know, whatever it is, 25 bucks or something, but it's always good to, you know, square your debts. And uh, he's overseas at the moment. Okay. He's overseas. So he's the bloke we're celebrating. So he was the one going away. Yeah. So at his going away, he paid for your oysters. Yep. Jeez, you're a prick, aren't you? I know, seriously. (laughs) Oh, you should feel really bad. Kilpatrick as well. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't just a little bit of lemon loss. The inflation on that bacon. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so I've tried to get in touch, and because he's not using his bank account or whatever at the moment, he's just taking a travel card over, he goes, oh, don't worry about it, mate, it's all good. And I'm like, no, 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 I'll I'll fix you up with your account. So I've messaged messaged him, he's over in Croatia. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to fix him up about six oysters. Yeah. He give a shit. No. <laughs> he doesn't care less. He's putting that much different things into his body yeah. and worried about six, yeah. six oysters. <laughs> 25 bucks. What's that? <laughs> What's the Croatian money? Do they I use euro or something? I have no idea. It yeah. is euro. It would be hardly anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And he's, he's basically... <laughs> 
like, I got the feeling that he's like, mate, could you just leave me stop alone? Stop talking to me till I get back. <laughs> He's over there in some Croatian nightclub just living it up and you, he's getting these notifications on WhatsApp. That's hey, right. mate, I feel really guilty. Could you send me your BSB? I, rang, I rang I'm him. I'm worried about it. I rang him. You rang mm. him! Reverse charge. <laughs> Do you know what? Do you know what? There's an equivalent of this from the HOSPO perspective. What's that? You know how you woke up in the middle of the night and you were like, yeah. oh, no, I didn't pay the thing. Yeah. I would wake up con- like in the middle of the night and go, oh, I never took that mushroom gravy to table seven. <laughs> <laughs> like, or, or like someone asked for an extra glass of wine and you just didn't do it. And you wake up in the middle of the night and it will haunt you. Oh, like God. you'll think about that all week. Yeah. yeah. So I'll track them down. <laughs> That's right. Knock on the door. Croatia. Is your name Jeff? Did you dine at the Inglewood Inn the other night? Here's the mushroom gravy. (laughs) I couldn't sleep. Loz and Tomo. I do not want to talk about the Venus schnitzel. Nice. The Loz and Tomo podcast. Hey, Loz, it's coming out this week that uh, Jonah Hill... um, He's in the strife. Yeah, isn't he? Yeah. He's changed a bit from over the years, hasn't he? I don't know. I think of Jonah Hill straight away. I think of Superbad. Yeah, no, he's from not like that. From 15 not. years ago, which is just, uh, he's gone through a few different phases. He's, <laughs> he has. Yeah, hadn't he? You know, even appearance-wise. Yeah, there's a lot going on there, mm, isn't There's there? a fair bit happening. Anyway, so he was in a relationship with Sarah Brady, yeah. uh, who was a model and also a surfer, Loz. Professional surfer That's and a right. model. Yeah, so they were in a relationship and things have gone a little bit sour from a couple of years ago and she screenshotted a couple of the text messages that he's sent to, to her mm. from a couple of years ago and he's put a, uh, she's put them up on Instagram story. It's been screenshotted. Everyone's picked it up from, you know, the Washington mm. Post and all sorts about what the contents of this text message actually had in it, which... It was it's about a, boundaries, right? Yeah, it was. His boundaries. His boundaries for her. If they were going to be in a relationship, she had to behave a certain way. That's right. And um, they're kind of insane, in my opinion. Well, let's read the text message out and Mm -hmm. people can uh, judge it themselves. So basically, he's saying to her, look, if we want to be together, this is what I expect from you. You're not allowed to surf with men. And she's a surfer? She's a surfer. Okay. She's not allowed to have have boundaryless, inappropriate friendships with men. I mean, obviously, like, you're not going to have boundaryless relationships with men if you're in a yeah. relationship. That goes without saying. Um, but that's basically, to me, that's basically saying I want you to have no contact with the opposite sex. I know. And and I feel like boundaryless inappropriate friendships with men, according to him, like yeah. what does he think that's is inappropriate? Right. Yeah. So she's not allowed to model, even though that's her job. And he she, met her as a model? Yeah. You're that's not allowed to post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit. She's a surfer and a mm. model. Like, her Instagram is her surfing. Intriguing. And modelling in bikinis. Yeah. Which is fine. You're not allowed to post sexual pictures. Well, what does he consider sexual? Um, you're not allowed to have friendships with women who are unstable and are from your past um, beyond getting a coffee or a lunch or something respectful. Okay? So... There's a bit to unpack here. There is. And oh. he says, I'm not the right partner for you if these things, um, if you can't change these things. Yeah. Um, I wish you no ill will uh, and no hard feelings, but these are just my boundaries for a romantic relationship. Um, and look, I understand that everyone wants to protect themselves and put up walls and have boundaries about 
so that they're not going to be Yeah, but they're personal boundaries. Yeah, you have to have your own personal boundaries. It's not about controlling someone else. So if you're going to go and date a surfer Mm. and then tell her whilst you're in the relationship that your boundary is Mm. you're not allowed to surf or, you know, that's not a boundary. That's you trying to control her. Well, we were talking about this off air and they're not... they're not agreed upon as relationship boundaries. No. They're just personal boundaries that he finds uncomfortable. Yeah. Is is what's going on here. And there's a there's a lack of trust. And it's sort of it's sort of putting it on her, and I can't think of the right word. It's not gaslighting, but sort of making her feel bad it's in her so many ways. That's even right. though it's his insecurity. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So he's putting everything sort of on her and the balls in her court a little bit, which yeah, I don't know. I, I find it quite interesting how um, the, the whole thing I find weird. I hate the screenshotting of the text yeah. messages from a personal relationship and they put up I know. for the world to see. And I hate the fact that he's had he's written all that out and sent that rather than having a conversation either yeah. on the phone. Have your questions or your boundaries in front of you, but then have the gumption to have the one-on-one conversation, mate. Do you know why I think she did it, why she put the pictures up? And I'm, look, I'm not shaming her for doing that, but I personally wouldn't put pictures like that up just because I know how much of a media storm it's going to cause. She knew what she was doing, She though. knew what she was doing, but I reckon the reason why she did it was because he's recently come out with a show about him and his psychiatrist mm. and about mental health and about healthy relationships, and he kind of looks a bit like a bit of a mental health hero mm. at the moment. And I think she's seen that and gone, actually, he's not, and this happened in our relationship, and it's really frustrating because I feel like I was in a really hard, it was a really difficult thing for me to go through. He never apologised and now he's kind of come out as this sort of like. Does that well, really justify the posting of well, messages? No, it doesn't. But she's she's probably a bit angry. Yeah. Um, I think that, yeah, I think that we have to as, a, as human beings stop pursuing people who aren't what we want and then trying to change them into who we want them to be. Mm. You can have your weird boundaries. Like you can want to date someone who doesn't, you know, you can be want to date someone who doesn't show their body on Instagram. I mean, I don't personally agree with that. But if you can find someone who also lives that way and they are they subscribe to the same sort of stuff that you do, yeah. then that's great. But don't pursue a surfer and a model mm. and then go, I'm When you not met a, her like that. Yeah. You know, one of the photos he told her to take down was the photo that he slid into her DMs over. Oh. Yeah. So I want you to delete this ass shot, he said. And you could see that really? he'd liked it and commented on it with love hard eyes. So Genius. it's like, all right, it's fine for you to enjoy, but then once you're together, you're like, hmm. you have to change who you are. So And it still is wallpaper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's, got, she's still got super bad as hers. <laughs> McLovin. <laughs> I think that like... Yeah, you yeah. can you can have you can try and like create a situation where you're protected and you're not going to get hurt and yeah. you have expectations of people to not hurt you. But yeah, you can't be trying to change people into your fantasy of a perfect person. Never works. Yeah. And you can't be using like um mental health language like boundaries and that sort of stuff when it's really about it's control and about yourself. Yeah. 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 Anyway, good luck to him. <laughs> $30 million podcast deal. Look, it's not the best show, but it's something to listen to. Blaws and Tomo. This could be a podcast. Blaws and Tomo. I hate that podcast. Now, Loz, I've just got to be upfront and honest with you here. Okay. I've noticed one of the more drastic changes in you as a human being. Uh-oh. What the hell? Over the past six months. What are you talking about? I'm now, not, I've I'm... known you for a while. 
<laughs> well, I've known you for a while. About six years, Yeah, maybe. about six years. And, uh, yeah, this, this change is um, for the better. <laughs> it's for the better. What do you mean? Because you've had a horrible five and a half years that I've known you. <laughs> <laughs> it's been putrid, to be honest. What are you that's, talking that's putting about? It nicely. Now, what do you mean? For those that don't know Loz, if you're just listening to this for the first time... <laughs> Like, just horrible at life admin. Oh, yeah. Atrocious. Pretty bad. This is a woman that had a couple of grand worth of parking fines. This is a woman that spent 250 bucks a month, a month on streaming services. Yeah. And all of that is in the past, yeah. which is great. So she's cancelled out a few of her things and then my phone starts buzzing, okay? My phone has started buzzing over the last six months about a few things of advice. <laughs> Oh, no. What have I... Okay. Started six months ago when she said, hey, where do you get your car cleaned? Because she's yeah. prancing around in the new, is it a Suzuki? Yeah, I was in a Vitara. I'm it, now in a Swift Sport. In the Swift Sport and yeah. she's getting it cleaned and I've uh, uh, very, very good people there at Unley. At the wash. At the wash was. Yeah. They looked after you. They did. So that was, uh, that was number one. Life Mate. admin number one. This is a woman that's never washed her car. No, let me tell you something. You take this car to the wash, right? I hand them oh, the key. Mate. Yeah, no worries. Here's your buzzer. So you sit down and have a coffee in their beautiful coffee shop. About 15 people yep. swarm that vehicle. Oh, no, they make it their own, Les. It's like, you know when you drop a bit of bread and an, and yep. a, like an ant storm just comes along? It's mm -hmm. like that. And they start vacuuming oh. and polishing. And I'm sitting there eating my carrot cake going, <laughs> bloody yep. hell. It is unbelievable. <laughs> the shine goes back onto that oh. thing. Oh, They waxed it with like three different waxes. How good is it? And you feel bad hopping back in it. Oh, no. You know I'll be back next month. I said, I think technically this car is yours now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that was the first one. And the next one, right? Mm. So I used to cop so much shit from Loz about doing life admin in terms of tax, okay? <laughs> Claiming receipts, as you do, okay? When yeah, because you, you were like 25 and you were keeping your coffee yeah, receipts. Yeah, you do. You, you, had, do. you had dreadlocks yeah. and you were asking for receipts when you went to Nano's Cafe. That's right. Yeah, because Can I just it was get a, a work receipt expense. on that macaron, please. It was a work <laughs> expense, and it added up beautifully. Anyway, oh. six years later on, the phone rings again. Hey, Tomo, who's your accountant? <laughs> <laughs> I need some advice yeah. about claiming some receipts. <laughs> Gets to thirty, what four? And I mean, <laughs> are you? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you were right there. <laughs> how did you go with my with the accountant? Yeah, he was good. I haven't heard back from him, but he was good. I also messaged you not long ago oh, uh, about how to ask for a cashy. Do you remember oh, that? Oh yeah, that was another one. <laughs> that was another one. You're the only person I know who has like experience with like ripping people off. So that's a bit harsh. Nah, that is very harsh. Well, when I thought, how am I going? It was it was you first, and then if you didn't answer, I was going to ask Ruby. <laughs> What are your brothers doing, by the way? <laughs> not, not life admin. That's why they got the women in their life. No, I have I have gotten on top of a few yeah, things. No, it's good. I mean, I was a I was. A oh no, no, I was just a flaming turd pilot. <laughs> just ruin financial ruin. Just quickly, I know I've told this story a couple of times, but um, like my brother was horrible at life admin as well. Yeah. And the old man used to just drill it into us, keep your receipts, keep your receipts, keep your receipts. He rocked up to his first uh, <laughs> first time with the accountant to do his tax refund um, with receipts for a Zinger burger. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate, lunch is lunch. 
with Liam's Laws and Tomo. This could be a podcast. So when you were a teenager in high school, did yes. you do work experience? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Where'd I was, you go? Uh, uh, I think I did a couple. I did it with a carpenter for one, but okay. it was just it was just very yeah. yeah, straight up and down. Yeah. How'd you go? I did a few. I did my primary school, went back as a teacher. I think heaps of people did that yeah. when they were in high school, went back to their old primary school. I did a printing press factory because it was the closest thing to graphic design that my teacher could Printing find. press? <laughs> yeah, it was like they printed all the cards and stuff. Oh, and right. Yeah, it was hectic. Yeah, okay. It was like a family friend sort of thing through the school. And I just sat on a computer and designed a Christmas card for, th- for a week and that was like, and then we printed it off. See, we were told at our school... Whoever accepts work experience yeah. needs workers. Yeah. And we're like, it's, which is not true because yeah. some people just do it to help out yeah. and whatever. But that is just so far from the truth, it's not funny. But so, and it was, it was a scare ploy yeah. to make sure you worked well in yeah. your work experience and then yeah. you might get employed. You and might get a job. No one did. But it's like, I was 15. Like, mm. did I really want a job at the end of printing press? Yeah, you drop out. I mean? Drop out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to drop out of school. They've offered me a job at the printing press. <laughs> I had so many dreams. <laughs> one of the ones, so I was talking to a kid the other day who did, um, his mum worked at a hospital and he got into the hospital with the orderlies, right? Right. Doing it. And I won't name the hospital, but the guy who was the orderly was just one of those absolute loose units. Yeah. Who like took heaps of smokos and was just like a rap scallion. And on the first day, he literally said to this kid, cigarette in his mouth, he goes, mate, you ever seen a dead body? Oh, hell. Oh, my God. And the kid's like, no. No. And he's like. You want to? Do you want to? <laughs> he said within 10 minutes they were in the morgue. <gasps> Absolutely serious. He said it was the craziest thing. He's like, I was just looking at these bodies being embalmed. Nah. And now he's, he's not a doctor, but he's like studying to be one. Like, I, I think because he was okay with it. It's like I'm like, well, obviously you're a sociopath. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say (laughs) psychopath. Um, but it didn't creep him out. So he learnt pretty quickly because a lot of the time, what happens to people is they start a medical degree. Yes. And then, like a year in, they go to the morgue, they see a dead body, and they throw up. And they realise halfway through that they can't do it. Wow. Yeah, it, it happens to a lot of people. What a waste of time. Yeah. I have a story. It, you, this has just sparked a story in me when you said that because my cousin really wanted to be a vet. She yeah. loves animals. Went on work experience to a vet. She also hates needles. Oh, God. Oh, what a combo. Yeah. Phobia. Yeah. So they've pulled out a needle to inject a cat. She's fainted oh, yeah. on work God. experience. So that's... Never went back. Yeah. Now I she's an accountant. Yeah. <laughs> And love sewing. <laughs> what about you, Loz? Did you go, you, uh, I did you went couple, elsewhere? I did another one. I'm not even going to say what the industry was, but it was a young woman who was doing something that's sort of to do with fashion, okay? Okay. And I thought I would like to maybe get involved in that. And my friend put me in touch with her and said, like, you can go do this thing with her. It would be great. And she was actually very talented at what she did. But she also had, like, a lot of boyfriends. A lot of boyfriends. And I spent a lot of the time in the car waiting for her to finish up with the boyfriend and then come back to the car and then we would go finish doing whatever wow. we were doing in the in the workshop. So what, she'd just go in and uh, catch up? Yeah, well, mm. I don't know exactly what they were doing. She didn't How long get... are you in the car for? Well, so, it depends on the bloke. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favourite interactions was she picked her friend up, who was like a female friend. Yeah. And this girl was talking about, I was sitting in the back seat, I was like 15, 
And I was just like, oh, these two like 30-year-old women having this conversation about life and love and all this stuff. And I was like, this is so cool. And one of the girls goes, oh, yeah, I'm seeing this guy and it's going all right, but he's just kind of a bit like flaky and like he's not introducing me to anyone. And the other girl goes, hmm, yeah. Have you read He's Just Not That Into You? (laughs) (laughs) And there was just this awkward silence. She's like, no, I mean, not saying that he's just not that into you. I just, uh, I mean that, and she's like, right, okay. And then they were just silent for the rest of the drive and I'm sitting in the back seat going, I should not be here. I'm some random child that she's driving around with her while she goes and has her dalliances. I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> Stay in the car like a good girl. Exactly. I'll be done shortly. I Crack think. the window. Leave the window ajar. She comes back with messy hair, tears in her eyes. Stinks. Yeah. Laws and Tomo. I do not want to talk about the Venusnitzel. Nice. The Laws and Tomo podcast. Do you guys ever play Sing Star? When you were a kid? Uh, wasn't really big in the household, lots. Oh, Guitar Hero or anything like that? Mm, no. Nah, you're not musical, are no, you? No, not really. You no. once said to me, I I only like music from like, you know, the 70s onwards, you know, when music really started. No, no, the 60s, <laughs> yeah, well, the 60s it was. <laughs> anything, anything before the Beatles, no thanks. Like, no, no interest. I said Elvis and you were like, nah, Elvis. No, nah. the Beatles created music. And yeah. I stand by it. Before that, it was just caveman with a rock and a stick. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sing Star was huge for me as a kid. And did you? What about you, Alessia? Did you get around it? Loved it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Obsessed. All of had all of them because you had like the '80s Sing Star, yeah, yeah, the right. anthem Sing, Sing Star. All yeah. of them. It's not still going now, is it? Oh. Uh, well, I mean, maybe. I don't know. I'm not really on the PS2 as much as I used to be. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I think <laughs> moved we're up on to, to the GameCube. <laughs> GameCube. Remember it? Oh. How pathetic was that thing? Look, we ca- they can't all be the Xbox, can they? No, it was the it? Xbox and the PlayStation. Yeah. And then the GameCube come out for maybe two or three years. It was so sad. It was horrible. They were so square. Yeah. We, we, we had one. <laughs> yeah, of course you did. We had one. Mate. Like, we were trying so hard to get an Xbox mm. and then mum saw this GameCube on sale and go, oh, here you go. Yeah. Just, yeah it, it, it felt wrong at the time. It feels worse now. We had a, um, this tells you a bit about my family. We had a, we, I think we had a Nintendo, like the original Nintendo. What, the 64? No, 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 no. Oh, before that. Bef- two before that. So the original Shh. Nintendo. Yeah, okay? right. And I think the best game on this one was Duck Hunter. Yep. It was actually really cool. You had a little gun that you shoot the ducks with. And then it went up to Super Nintendo. Yes, I had one of those too. Yeah, and you could play Super Super Mario on that. That was great. And then it was Nintendo 64. Just a quick one on the Super Nintendo. I don't know if we had a faulty system or not, but we had to actually blow. That's in- not faulty. That's standard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then where'd you in? Yeah. Fusajiro Yamauchi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He told you to blow on it. That was like, he was like, you got to blow. In so that things. was an actual thing. Yeah. The cartridges needed a bit of dusting. Right. I never forget it. Like, you used to get home from school, you used yeah. to open up the valve and just blow city. And the dust that would come out. Oh, of yeah. It. So, Sing Star was a PS2 game that really took, got me by the short and curlies. Like, I'm, I'm not kidding. And there was one disc that had a, just a collection of hits on it, okay? And I physically cannot hear these songs. And there's going to be people out there who also had this 
edition of it. Yep. Who are going to hear these songs and they're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, Video Killed the Radio Star. By the Buggles. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Alessia. Can you, can you hear it? I can I can picture it. And you know the sound it makes when you click between yep. songs when yes. you're flicking through oh the album? Gosh. Yep, yep, yep. What about this one? Build Me Up Buttercup. Iconic. What do you build oh. me up? Oh, wow. Buttercup, baby, just to let me down. So the thing about this game was that you didn't actually have to sing anything. You just Well, you had to sing, but you didn't have to sing the words. It wasn't a... It, my friend figured out this cheat. You didn't right. have to sing the words. No, I you just had to hit the you. notes, okay? Oh, God. So if you hit the notes, it counted as a point, oh, right? Perfect. <laughs> but you didn't have to sing the words. So she figured out that the best way to hit all the notes was to just go, ah, 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 right? Right on them. And it was the most horrendous thing to listen no. to. And she always won. Oh, no. So I'd be doing it stylish, yeah. you know, adding my own flair, <laughs> losing points. Really, really. Of course you would, but and happy she... to because you're putting on a show. <laughs> so the darkness, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. If you can imagine. Great song. score for her. Every Huge time. Huge floor in the game. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to bring back some memories of my youth and see if anyone out there remembers them. Oh. <laughs> Me, 11, in the lounge room, never even had a first kiss. No, of course. Just living through Maroon 5's heartbreak. Mm. I have a question. Were you a blue or red mic? Oh, blue. Yeah. Always blue. I always got stuck with the red one. Oh, there was something cursed about the red one. Yeah, mic. there was. Blue mic all the way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really struggling with this. <laughs> You're so not connected. <laughs> Is this too isolating for you, Mark? <laughs> not the centre of attention. $30 million podcast deal. Look, it's not the best show, but it's something to listen to. Loz and Tomo. This could be a podcast. Done and dusted for another pod this week, uh, Lozzie, and... We've actually had a couple of common interests throughout the week, haven't we? I know, we, we mm. have. Well, we've been ill, so we've been sick with different various viruses. Yeah. Just, they absolutely got us, didn't they? Well, I had the flu shot, uh, yeah. I don't know, maybe two months ago or whatever, and I just thought, I am set. Yeah. I am having a sky-high winter here. Bang. Yeah. What they don't tell you is that there's like 7,000 mm. variants of the flu and you've yep. only been vaccinated against one. Correct. So, no, I mean, go get your flu jab. Oh, but you could also still get sick yeah. and, you know. But what we have been talking about, we've been sharing a lot of pictures with each other, is the um, lozenge mm. uh, sort of variety. Lozenges, loz. Yeah. Stre- so I've got in front of me the Diflam antiseptic <sighs> and anti-inflammatory. Yep. And anaesthetic. They've got some real punch. Not only do they, they numb your tongue. Oh, yeah. You can't feel your tongue for about an hour after you eat one. And eight pellets in a pack, isn't it? I think I've got an addiction. Yeah, right. I haven't been sick for days and I'm popping these all day. The the numbing of the throat is something sort of like half one in the morning of a nightclub well, is, the, uh, is, the, is how I can describe well, it, Loz. I wouldn't, I wouldn't talk about that on just air. A, uh, we're on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, well then, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had one. Just a couple of drinks responsibly. I had really been talking because I'd been at home sick on my own, so I didn't realise the effect it had on my tongue. Mm. And I came into work. I popped one before I came into work. Came you knew in, about it? Morning, Rudy and Loz. My tongue was like a big fucky. <laughs> Sound like Trevor's head. Yes. <laughs> Right, we're out of here. Have a good one. See you. Bye. Bye.